Welcome on into the AOT Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. Or Shingeki no Kyojin. I, apparently that's something that we do now, you know, we haven't done that through the first, uh, you know, 39 episodes, well, 38 episodes, because he did do it last time, um, but this is an Attack on Titan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ronnie. Yes, and I'm one of your hosts, Chaz. And let me go ahead, you know, I can't act like what just happened didn't just happen, so let me go ahead and tell the listeners, you have just told me that you are going to be on one. Yes, I am on one. I'm I'm on one right now. Yeah. So what That's is what I told you? Do you want to give people a heads up as far as what that might mean, or if, we... if you got sensitive ears, stay away from this pod right now. So you're just going to be offensive and gross. Is that what? No, that's not. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm All about right. to scream in the microphone this whole podcast. Uh, everyone, just um, you know, take notes. Let then you know send feedback later on because he is he's still working on that cold brew from last episode. It's unbelievable that he hasn't finished that yet. We are going on hour number three that that's just been sitting around you know ice melting. It tastes good with the ice in it melted. It's uh it's fifty percent cold brew fifty percent water at this point, and he followed that up with just a nice vape hit. Um, they don't call me Chaz for nothing. <laughs> you are being so Chaz right now. It's unbelievable. Your your mother usually just sits there. I can actually see her right now. She's shaking her head in the corner. She cannot believe that you were such a disappointment. Don't do Shut Wait, up. don't. Shut up. Don't do that. Sorry, was that too offensive? Anyone, well, everyone anyways, take notes. Let us know at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com if you actually felt as if Chaz was, quote, on one. We've got... <laughs> One hell of an episode today. Yeah. It is very intense. It's called Old Old Story. Story. And boy, let me say, we get some old stories. Oh. Both, I would say, very tragic. The goat, as I like to call him. Let's uh, let's hop on in. Do you know what that stands for? Um, The greatest of all time. Okay, for anybody that didn't know that, you now know. There are actually no goats in this episode. Physical goats. Physical, yeah. Physically, none. G dot O dot O A dot A T dot Metaphorically S. is what, yeah. We got at least one. And really, I guess it can only be one because if there was more than two. one, that yeah. would kind of defeat the purpose of... Okay. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, Krista was born in a small farm town. Well, just on a small farm north of Wall Rose. How about that? As, you know, starting this thing off. Yeah, well, Historia was born, yeah. Um, and as far as she can remember, all she ever did was work on a farm, which, hey, if she was born on a small farm, would make sense that all she could remember is working on a small farm. And this is, well, no, don't jump the gun yet, Charles. It's getting ready to get very tragic. All her mother ever did was read, and Krista never saw her do any housework, so what a lazy bitch. If Whoa. I say so myself. So you're, it sounds like you're on one this episode. Zero housework? How does that even... Yeah. I mean, Especially in got, these times. This seems like back in the day where all the women did all the work, you know, housework. They were on a farm. How yeah. did you... I don't even understand how She's that's possible. She's sitting there reading. What is she even reading? At night, someone would come for her mother, and she'd get in a wagon, and her mom left in nice clothes and headed for the city. Prostitute? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> That is kind of how they operate. So, you might not be wrong. 
Once Krista learned to read and write, she spent a lot of her time reading. reading but and not writing. writing? Well, she didn't say anything about writing, but she did spend okay. a lot of time reading. But she did it just to be like her mother. You know, her mother did it so much, she felt like there was something something going on there, and she wanted to be a part of it. And it was only then that she realized how lonely she was due to, you know, stories in the books. Uh-huh. Yeah, just wait a second. One day, she tried hugging her mother, and her mom acted as if, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe a snake crawled into her lap? Reminds me of my mother. Well, no, you kind of treat your mother like shit. She's over there... Is she crying? Why is she crying? What did you... Okay, just... We gotta keep going. Don't just, throw anything else at her. You've already... You're, you're freaking me just, out, man. Just I don't want to have to beat her. Stop again. turning around. It's just... I also... She's always here. I've told you I hate that. I also hate that she's always in my peripheral vision, but for some reason, your back's always turned to her, so you can't see... I don't want to see that she, woman. She's been working on the same Sudoku puzzle for the past eight yeah. podcasts. And I've lost her leash. I don't even know where it's at. So anyway, she throws Chris off of her like it was literally a snake in her, her her lap. Let me just say, Ronnie, a little something about me. I don't like snakes. How do you feel about them? About snakes? Yeah. Was there a snake in this sequence? Um. Yeah, Her. its name was Krista. Oh, Krista. I don't know Krista. I know his story. I don't know Krista, but... Snakes, they're all right. I don't really have a problem with them. Okay. As long as they're doing their own thing. Um, you know, so this is... Uh, she throw Her mom throws her off, and Historia... I'll just go ahead and fix Thank that now you. so you don't... Finally, it's about so damn time you respect this lady. You know, f- slog this podcast in the mud by correcting me every time. That's... By on well, hey, I bud. guess that means... You're not going to be bringing any hot takes. You're just going to be trying to make corrections anytime you see fit. We're about a whole season from when she announced her name as Historia. Except for right now, except for right now, accurate storytelling, she is Krista right now. Not yet. Oh, not yet. She is not. She's not. She didn't have a name at this point. Well, she just didn't (laughs) have a name? I guess so. Krista said. That, what are they calling her? They just, no one's calling her anything. Uh, so yeah, she doesn't have a name So yet. I'm not wrong to say Krista either. You can You're call her Astoria, yeah. I can call her Krista. At this point, we can call her whatever At this point, she didn't know her name was Astoria, and no one had told her that her name was Krista either. She's just yeah. a girl, I guess. Girl number one. No, Krista said that was the first time her mother ever interacted with her, which, you know, by the way life works, I would assume yes. she interacted with them when, you know. She squeezed her out. But, uh, you know, and it made her so happy that even though she threw her off, threw her off, off of her, I'm just trying to say out and off because one of those things I was just talking about, you kind of go out. Yeah. This time she threw her off. Okay. Uh, she was crying and smiling. With a bloodied up nose. And, and Okay. Before you go any further, mm-hmm. as much hate as you've given this girl. Well, I was just going to say this episode is doing okay. a great job of making me feel bad for, you know, my little Krista here. I've been really mean to her the last few episodes. I think that really shows my feelings for Ymir more so than her. Okay, yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. I feel like you took a lot of your anger out yeah. from Ymir on Krista. Clean slate as of right now. Don't worry. It, things have been sad so far, but things are getting ready to get better. Like right here, for instance. Okay, cool. Her mother, uh, her mother says out loud, if only I had the courage to kill the girl. 
Whoa. So that might be kind of mean, but then Krista goes on to say, those were the first words her mother ever spoke to her. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. All right. And I thought I had it rough with my mom. And then you hear something like that. Yeah. How How old do you think she is at this point? She looks like she's probably, what, nine or ten? Yeah, I had eight or nine, so yeah. that's good. So it's Somewhere not even like, there. it's not even like she's three or five even she's been she's been alive for a decent amount of years long enough to where you'd think you'd would have heard something from the mom at this Mm -hmm. point uh well for however long it was they lived it's somewhat close to each other but once krista tried to hug her that was the last straw if it's been eight or nine years they've just been having their own little separate lives but krista tried to hug her that's it the mom moved away that was the last straw. Then uh, one night after Walmaria had fell, she met her father, Rod Rice. All right, I, I feel like that's kind of important there. I like that statement. He only meets her after the wall falls, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. You know, he had all those years he's known about her. Yep. But only after the wall falls does he go and meet her. Right. And obviously, you know, everyone already knows this, but we learned last episode, he's the true noble family. Yep. He says that she's going to come live with him now, so, all right. But as they nice. walk outside, they are surrounded by a bunch of guys in black trench quotes. Quotes. <laughs> black trench coats. <laughs> One of these guys happens to be uh, Kenny, and he's still wearing cool hats. Kenny! They get grab Krista's mother, to which Krista says, Mom. And her mother just says some great motherly things such as, I am not her mother. She has nothing to do with me. She's like, I don't even know who this girl is. I've never, I've spoken to her once in my life. Yeah, I feel like your mom's the star of the, this podcast right now. Most of the time I find it very annoying that your mom's at all of our recording sessions. But after watching this display, I'm glad that you guys are together right now and, you know, spending this weird time, I guess. Yeah. It's, this is the only time we have together. They ask Lord Rice if this is true, and he really has nothing to do with these two, is kind of what he says. He's, so he she's, says, she's got great parents, is what I'm hearing. He says, yes. <laughs> they tell Krista's mom that she never worked at the estate, and no one knows she ever existed. And then her last words toward Krista, she said, If only I never had you. I Hey, hot take. Fuck this bitch. Yeah. What is this? I mean, what do you... Did she think she was going to go sing on Broadway and then this kid? No. No. She's a whore. You know, and this is one she of the only She was selling times, the panani. Yeah. And, and what this is, is when I love to see God. her throat get slit. This is the yeah. one time where it's like, you know what, Kenny? That was kind of justified. Kenny doing the Lord's work. Cause he walks up to, you know, and she just ugh, slices the throat. Kenny seems to have like a hard-on for slicing throats. And wearing cool hats. And saying, hoy, hoy, hoy. So he walks up to kill Krista now, but Rod Rice spares her life by telling them that, hey, what if... We sent her away to live out a quiet life. We can spare her then. And I don't really wow. know, at this point, I don't know how that worked. <laughs> but uh, Dad of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but somehow they let that slide. And he goes on to tell her that her name will be Krista. And damn right it is. That's her name. 
Uh, back to the present so, now. So, what the fuck was her name before the <laughs> girl? I think we decided what, it was girl. That or, might uh, even be one of the mo- that might be the saddest part of the whole slave. tragedy. She didn't have a name. Yeah. Did she have a nanny? Like, who was even telling her to... If her mom never said anything to her, who was giving her a choice, choice to work this farm? Did she just come out and she became three and she just knew instinctually, like, well, I gotta go milk this cow. I gotta go yeah. grab the eggs from the chicken. I gotta go plow the field. <laughs> she just hooked up some chains to her and just started walking, plowing the fields at five years old. And her mom's just sitting by a tree just, reading. Just reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Stupid whore. I know. Well, I respect sex workers, but not that sex worker. Hey, you can be a sex worker, but don't, when you uh, spit out a few chiclets, don't make it their problem. Hey, and give them a name. Even if it's Doofus or Doofenshmirtz, just give her a name. And talk to them before they're eight years old. Yeah. At least say hey or bye or something. Yeah. Hey and bye, two good prospects, I think. Good work, but hey. You might be on one. The jury's still out, but I'm. You might be on one. Well, I'm three fourths of the way done with this cold brew, and I am feeling it, boy. Uh, you're not three fourths. I can see you're, you're maybe well th- three eighths. Two and three fourths of fourths. Just, just finished it already. Okay. Okay. Um. So back to the present, and Lord Rice is hugging Krista, asking for forgiveness. Claiming he did what he had to do, and that she, you know, she's got royal blood flowing through her. Whoa. What do you, what do you, I mean, after what we just saw, this guy, screw this guy. What? Screw this guy, but at the same time, he technically did kind of save her, though. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little up in the air with this guy right now. He's a shitbag. The mom is the biggest shitbag, of course. We got, we got two juries out. We got the jury out on whether or not Lord Rice is a shitbag, and we got the jury out on whether or not you are indeed on one. Okay. Saunus, the one from last episode who got fooled by the oldest trick in the book, tries to kill the other guy who got duped. You said his name was Ralph? Ralph, yeah. Still laughing about that. <laughs> That's when Saunus realizes that he betrayed the king for nothing. Because Hanji just straight up tells him, like, yeah. We pulled the fast one on you. We had a knife halfway in that guy's back and made him read something, and you fell for it, loser. Loser. And then Hanji raises her glasses, not as hot. And then oh, that's that's the scene I'm talking about, dude. I I about fell out of my chair watching this when Hanji does that. Not as hot. Biggest waifu. My list of waifus that we talked about earlier. Hanji's number one. Nothing will ever change that. So don't even try and change my mind. Aaron's mom. And then she calls these guys pathetic. Mm. Saunas tells her that she will never win, though, because when one of them is done away, she's talking, or he's talking about these military police, another just fills in and the cycle is never ending. That's depressing. We'll try not to think about it. What do you think about Saunas? Is he kind of a cool character? Do you, I kind of like this guy. I mean, I was saying the last episode, he's very yeah. poetic. Here's what I'll say about Sonus, right? He might have grown up a certain way. All Nazis were bad. Were all well, Nazis bad guys? Well, well, let's reiterate on that. Von Stroheim is one of the best Nazis to ever live. 
okay? And German science is Do number one. Do you want to take a detour and tell everyone about von Strahm and about what a great guy he was? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's the best Joe bro to ever exist. And German science is number one. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Really weird. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. It might be the thing that gets us canceled. I can't believe we've made it this nope. far. It's just a JoJo's reference, and you need to watch uh, it. Get your head out of the gutters and yes. watch JoJo's. Come on. Wow, now I am the one who's truly been duped. Do you get my point, though? I get your point. I, it goes back to Every single last Nazi episode. was a shitty person, but in, their, in the moment, they probably really cared for their family, were very nice to them. It just the little incident of they were killing hundreds and thousands of innocent people. It goes back to what Armin says, though. Talking about he's not a good person anymore. It's like, who really is a good or bad person in this Attack on Titan world? Probably no one. No one's a good person. So uh, Hanji keeps her cool for a moment until she gets to another room where she rages just about as hard as I've seen you rage when something doesn't go your way. You um, Yeah, this turned me on, man. You, Kicking that table. Oh, well, yeah, Hanji. she flips over a table just to turn around and see Levi with a disappointed look on his face. He says that one of her kicks should have blasted the cockroach. Yeah, she said she kicked a cockroach. That's all it was. She didn't rage or anything. She just kicked a cockroach. Yeah. Didn't even manage to kick the cockroach. Because guess what? There wasn't one. A little peek behind the no. curtain. No cockroach. You think just, so? You don't think let's, she... uh Let's pause for a second. Okay. This can be your learn a little something about Ronnie and Chaz. Would you like to tell the... <laughs> Tell the people about your best rage moment. <laughs> so speaking of kicking. <laughs> yes. Okay, so there was this game about a year or two ago. Um, it was called Fortnite. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. Right. But uh, It's a real niche game. <laughs> not a lot of people have played this game. I was playing it one day. I had about 15 kills. Uh, I averaged probably around 17. I was going for a 20 bomb, as, wow. as the kids like to call it. Of course. When I got RPG'd out of a tower and died. Yeah. Um, and all of the sudden, mm. my leg, I don't know if it was, it was like almost like something was in my leg. Yeah. Like a bug or something was in my leg. And my leg spasmed. I think it was a cockroach. My leg spasmed. So I had a cockroach in my leg. It spasmed to the door. The door also had a cockroach on it, and I kicked through the door trying yeah. to kill the cockroach. And yeah, there was a giant hole in my door from right. Fortnite. Yeah, big hole in the door. And my leg was bleeding. <laughs> so many so many things had to go just perfect for that. How did you not kick the door well, Okay. How uh, did you kick a hole through the door? I'm still in I've heard this story multiple times. I can't believe... The entire door didn't just. Well, get you you want to know why? Because I was on one that day. So that's what you mean by odd one. Yes. Oh man, that's just a great story. Be careful with Chaz, people. He's. We're we're working on it. I'm older now. I'm wiser. You did say it was a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm older now. Okay. I'm a grown man. So um, he tells her that. Uh, Oh, does he? So, when it, hey, will you shut up for a second? <laughs> I'm just waiting. What? You just think you're that great at doing these notes that, <laughs> you know? I'm trying you got to... on to me last episode. It's now my turn to get on to you. 
So anyway, you know, Levi's got the disappointed look. There was a whole cockroach, uh, cockroach conspiracy, and Levi tells her that it, he thinks it's time that she filled them in. Oh. And we cut to her in a I'd room fill her in. with, oh my god, dude. So I'm sorry. That just keep going. Jeez. We cut to her in a room with Mikasa Armin. Your mother is right there. She can't hear. She's dead. We cut to her in a room with Mikasa Armin, Connie, Sasha, Jean, and Moblet. Yeah. Are we Moblet stands now? Yeah. Okay. This is a Moblet stand podcast. And they just, I'm thinking about changing the podcast artwork to just Moblet. You think we'll get a bunch of viewers? You think we'll draw on a bunch of viewers that way? We probably will, dude. I feel like Moblet's the secret hero you of the You think show. people will be scrolling through and go, is that Moblet? <laughs> Holy from shit, that's Moblet. Let's click on this podcast. This podcast gets it. Uh, so they just found out that Aaron is going to have to be eaten. This is, you know, kind of what you were touching on last episode. Yeah. So things are really amping up here. Hanji says that Aaron had remembered a convo where Bert and Ymir were talking, and Bert said to Ymir, you probably didn't want to eat a human either. Aww. She does a lot of complicated explaining of eating this and eating that, blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, she says, if a titan eats someone with that power, they revert back into a human. Furthermore, they obtain the power of those they eat. Now listen. Okay. That was the exact quote. Okay. To me, that exact quote is very confusing. <laughs> yeah. The part that gets me is where she says, if a titan eats someone with that power, they revert back into a human. Yeah, and she kind of mentions, I think she mentions the fact, too, that say you were to eat one of Reiner's comrades, mm-hmm. you would revert back to human. Um. But at this point of the story, we don't really know what the fuck's going on. So you, you're you saying if you eat someone who doesn't have Titan capabilities, you just revert back to a human. If someone does have a Titan capabilities, you get their Titan capabilities. Yeah, well, no, no, no. She said if you're a... So say you're a Titan, okay? Yeah, because that's not right. So what... I think she's saying, say you're a, a Titan. You're okay. the, the smiling Titan. Yep. Okay, let, me get, let me get in the right mindset. I right. am a Titan. You're the smiling one. Yep. You're smiling all menacingly. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. You reach down. You grab Carla. Yep. Well, you, I don't... I'm, well... Uh, let me think. I'm uh, grabbing Hannes. I'm wanna, grabbing Hannes. I'm grabbing Hannes. We all know you want to eat her. Um, you snap her head off. Well, okay. I eat Hannes' legs. You eat Hannes. Mm-hmm. You do not revert back to a human. Hannes has no abilities, okay? Okay. Now say the Smiling Titan ate mm-hmm. Aaron, who has abilities. I'm still the Smiling Titan, so now I'm eating Aaron, who has yep. abilities. And you kill him. You kill him, you eat him. Right. Boom. You revert back to human. And you now have his abilities. You stole. You basically got his abilities, is what So they're just saying, saying, momentarily, I revert back into a human, but the next time I go to Titan form, I now have his abilities? I believe so. I believe that's what Hanji is trying to explain here. So that, okay. So that, it's just saying for the time being, when you eat someone, you immediately become a human, but you can still become a Titan later on. But then when you become a Titan, you have those abilities. Yep. It's confusing, I know. All right. So. 
Let's just talk more about the political, non-confusing stuff. Here we go. She talks about, I'm, just for the audience, I am no longer the smiling titan. I have reverted back to rotting. She talks about Aaron and how he had the power to command titans, and that's why Reiner and Bert wanted him in the first place. She also brings up the fact that Aaron is probably just a vessel for the power, and he's bound to be replaced, which uh, Mikasa is not liking what she is hearing. So she tries to leave to go save Aaron, but Levi, he's always having, you know, block her. Tells her that even if she goes on a rampage, like she clearly was going to do, they're not going to give Aaron back to her. She's not going to succeed because he's just too well guarded. And Levi knows that Kenny would kick Mikasa's ass. And so then they take off for the land of Lord Rice. Pixis shows up to talk with Erwin. Pixis! I feel like they tease us with Pix... And also, I say Pixis always. I think it's Pixies. I just, you know, whatever. Uh, I feel like they tease us with Pixies. They know what we really want with him, but they just keep having him show up like every few episodes for a little cameo. They're just giving us a taste. They're not giving us the whole bite. They know what we want. We want his mustache. Yep. He's, uh, he's wearing a sweater vest because, of course, he is. I love it. Love seeing him out of, you know, this is his home wear. You know, when he takes off the takes off the uniform in the evening, he sits down with a nice glass of scotch. Yep. And Does he drink? I think, well, is he? I don't know. In order to retake Walmaria, they have to overthrow the government. You know, this is, we know this because Pixies mentions a letter that Erwin had sent, and he had some thoughts, but first he needed to know whether or not he was serious. Erwin was like, yeah, I'm being for real, dude. Hey. Pixies, come on. Does, Does Erwin, Erwin strike yeah. you as a guy to joke around? No, Erwin is going to gamble. He is the MJ of Attack on Titan. He will gamble at all costs. So like I said, to retake Walmaria, they have to overthrow this entire government. We are st- Still drinking cold brew, ladies and gentlemen. I'm almost done. Maybe now we're at the one-fourth mark. Jeez. So anyway, he says, or Pixie says that he knew this was going to happen at some point, and that when it did, he would have to point his gun at the king. Pixie's rips. God, this guy's Straight at the king. He's just been, you know... Clocking in, clocking out, knowing that one day this time was going to come and he was going to be ready to do it. And how old do you think Pixies is? Um, 69. Really? I don't know what. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. He's probably only 59, but. No, he looks like he's in his 60s. I agree. I hate that I did that. Yeah, especially my mom right there, and that's just disappointing. She thought highly of you. That is so usually your lane. I might edit that out. Erwin says military forces won't be required. And, you know, we're like, wait, what? what? He says everything is not in place yet. Nani? And if everything isn't planned exactly right, they will surely be hung. And then Erwin says... Erwin's and, done for, in my and, opinion. And then, you know, to lighten up the mood, Erwin says, can I tell you a story about my childhood? And boy, this is good stuff. This is the goat. Yeah. Turn the volume up. Listen in. I know you've already seen the episode, but I let's just all just sit in this story for a moment. Except we don't get to it yet. He just says, my father was a teacher, and then whoop-dee-scoop-dee-doo, we get the calling card. Whoa. It's about intelligent titans. 
And you are going to think that I am going... These calling cards lately have just been kicking our ass, let me just say. Okay. Considering a few episodes ago, they were literally just torches. That was just oh, the calling card. I remember that one, yeah. These things have gotten so in-depth and so confusing. It's like Hanji's explaining all these calling cards. It's like the... the uh... The minor story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me tell you. I am not paraphrasing this at all. This is exactly how it was said, subtitled rather. You will have to explain it to me once I'm done. Oh, I will. Trust okay, me. Here we go. An intelligent titan is conceived when a pure titan lacking intelligence consumes some other intelligent titan. By consuming an intelligent titan, it gains consciousness as well as the consumed titan's powers. Now, the good news... <laughs> <laughs> the good news is I think we just got to the bottom of it because it's saying the same exact thing that Haji said. Yes. Now, what I would have hoped is when they explained it in the calling card, they made it easier to understand than when Haji did it. But let me just say, it did not. It made it even more confusing. But yeah, I think you uh, summed it up well. So, Haji enters the room and whispers to Erwin, to which Erwin the baller looks up and says, Ah, just as I suspected... The current royal family is a bunch of frauds. Frauds. Rice is the true royal family. King Fritz is a fraud. Pixie's, I love this. He's so taken aback. He says, my word. God, that's such a line. That's a 65-year-old man line right there. I love it. My word. Erwin goes on to say that Levi is in the process of rescuing Aaron and Krista because she is the true heir. Once recovered, they will have Historia enthroned as the rightful queen. Okay, I'm here for that. That's how we're not going to spill any blood. That's how we're taking down the government. Pixie says, hey, guess what? I'm in. You're telling me I don't have to point a king or a gun at the king? Sounds safer for me. Let's do it your way. But the goat way. It's not for them to decide. And then we get a shot of Pixies in a top hat in a horse carriage. And I'm just pumped at the moment. If you thought you were on one, I am on one. Oh, you're on one now. Let's hear it. Hanji asks Erwin if anything came out of the uh, the rice investigation, to which he says, you know, one curious incident stuck out. But before he can explain that, he's notified that the interior squad is demanding that he turn himself in. They are making or it Irwin. seem, they're making it seem as our boy Erwin, if he organized a murder. Oh, these bastards. But let me ask you this. You think Erwin is phased? Erwin is never phased. Come on. Yeah, unfazed, of course. He tells Hanji, take over, because he needs to be the face of the scout regiment right now. He's the leader that we all need. He's the leader we all deserve. He walks up onto the scene, but I think it might be nine hours later. This is really weird timing-wise because I could have sworn that it was just, you know, evening when Pixies was getting in the carriage. Well, it's bright and sunny right now. Okay. (laughs) And uh, the dead body is that of Mr. Reeves. Oh. And a member of the military police explains that Aaron was abducted by underlings of Reeves yesterday. A lot of fishing is huh. going on. I don't know if we can trust these guys. Yeah, something. Put something on smells. Put on your detective fishy. hat because we are trying to get to the bottom of this. We need to put on one of those hats that Pixis has. And- don't worry, ladies and gents. We are on the case. But the 
military police guy says, this was a scheme between you and the scouts, Erwin. And there's a bunch of people around. Basically, this is just one big show for the military police to lay out groundwork to make people think Erwin is guilty. That was such a cool flip you did with your vape pen there, and then you dropped it. <laughs> you loser. Well, finish your cold brew. Finish your cold brew. No oh. one could see that. No, this isn't a video podcast. Yeah. No one could see it. You're right. But these microphones, we paid $400 for them. If you don't think that they're going to hear that fall onto the ground, you are poorly mistaken. I know, dude. Imagine spending $400 on a microphone. And then not using it for two <laughs> episodes. I'm beating you to it. <laughs> And using the laptop If you're still listening to the podcast after that horrible, horrible experience, thank you. Thank you, and uh, I would like to blame Ronnie for that. Season four is going to be so perfect. Chaz just puts a lot on my plate. Let's keep going with this episode. So like I said, this is a big show to make people think Erwin is guilty. Let, let me say this, too. It's kind of working. Erwin's kind it, of back in the It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, he tells Erwin that he's violated Clause 6 of the Humanity Charter, which, in my opinion, is definitely one of the worst clauses you yeah. can violate. I was thinking 6 and 7, and he said 6. I was yeah. like, fuck, they're screwed. Don't mess around with 6. No. This guy, he's trying to arrest every single scout. And goddamn, he does it. He, they start arresting every single one of them. Kenny's overlooking the scene saying that they just have to wait for Levi to come to them because he knows how Levi operates. Erwin walks up to the Reeves family and Erwin tells everybody about what a dirtball, but also what a nice guy he is. It's the only thing that Erwin could do. He's, he's just like... Erwin and Levi are very similar in saying <laughs> stuff like this. He's like, listen, I just want to let you people know your husband, he tried to stall everyone from getting to safety so he could keep his money you know all right so he's kind of a shit bag for that but at the same time he wasn't so bad because that is the thing though as big of a shit bag as he was he does still supply you know the civilians with with food and everything for the winter so it comes back mm -hmm. the attack on titan thing it always circles back to this who is actually good and who is actually bad amen brother now Remember that awesome story Erwin was going to tell? Mm-hmm. Well, here it is. All right. His father was a teacher. One day, they were learning history about the walls. In doing so, all records were lost between people getting inside the walls, that is. Erwin had some thoughts, but his father avoided the question because, you know, they were all in a classroom. Erwin tried to be like, hey, something doesn't make sense here. But when they got home... They had a man-to-man -man talk where his father informed him that the history books they were given were filled with contradictions and mysteries. He told Erwin even more, and even at his young age, he was astounded. He couldn't believe what he was hearing. So he was a smart kid, yep. which does not shock me no. because it's the goat. But there was a reason his father hadn't told the whole class, but... Erwin claims he wasn't smart enough to know why. This, oh, this is so sad. Mm. So he was telling other kids just because he wanted, you know, he wanted them to know what kind of foolishness was going on too. Until one day, the military police came up and questioned him, and uh, his dad didn't come home that day. He had an accident far away. Yep, he was told that he died in some accident in a faraway town. Your aunt, hey, I'm on. Jerry came back. You're on one. Erwin was smart enough to know that he was killed by the government. He wasn't falling for it. 
Arwen looked up to Pixies and says, 107 years ago, civilization retreated inside the walls and the king altered their memories to make them easy to rule. Or, listen, we're not trying to give you guys all the answers. That's just what his father's theory was. The only thing I would say is his father seemed like a smart man. Erwin asked himself why his father had to die just for getting close to the truth and how sick it was that the MPs thought what they were doing was just. But Erwin realized one thing about them. They're not trying to protect humanity, but instead they're just trying to protect their homes, their gardens, mm-hmm. their family. Just It's a real the Nazis. me, myself, and I kind of Go situation. Go back to the Nazis. Amen. And in the end, if anyone challenges their authority, they will be killed unjustly. Erwin says that his father was killed by human greed and the foolishness of his own son. Ugh. That could be a Ronnie's quote of the day right there when he said that. That one, Oh, I felt that one. His mission in life is to prove his father's theory. That's the end of the story. Now, military police are in the city. They're handing out flyers to help the search for the missing scouts. And right under their noses are the scouts in disguise. Armin takes a flyer, hands it over to Levi, and alerts him that they are planning a hunt tonight and that guards are going to be on all vital roads, you know, cutting them off. Levi tells him, listen, guys, calm down. But just then, Sasha hears footsteps and says, they are coming. End of End episode. of episode. All right. You got any hot takes? That was a lot to, a lot of Ronnie talking. The story, episode, you got anything for me? Yeah, Ed, hearing Irwin's backstory really is my favorite part of the whole episode. Um I just, I, as you all know, that's my favorite character in the show. I'm not hiding it anymore. It's. Thank you for stop. Thank you for not hiding it anymore. I'm not. I'm not hiding it. I felt like you were really hiding it early on. His character is just so damn good, and to hear that and him talk about his father and being smart enough as a kid to recognize that, I just fucking love it. And I love that Pixies is like the one guy that I feel like he's told this to because he knows Pixies is a vet. He can uh, hear this sort of stuff without going absolutely crazy and doing something stupid. That's another thing, too. The fact that Erwin has not told... Well, we don't know if he's told anybody, but we assume he's not told anybody but Pixies, which is something probably very hard to keep keep to yourself for, what, 30 years? 30 plus years? For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that was another uh, good episode. I like the way the stories go. I know there's not Titans in it and stuff, but I like finally it's getting... It's a good mix-up. Yeah. You need this, you know, you need the backstories of these people. You need some of the political aspects because we've known from the beginning that they're hiding something. Yeah, we've known for... I mean, the first time they say it in episode one, a minute in, you're like, wait. They only remember a hundred years back. That's some, like that's not right. Mm-hmm. And we're finally starting to get to maybe the bottom of it. I'm sure you know. Next episode, we're probably getting to that basement that everyone keeps talking about. Yeah, it's probably that's... no time now. But no, send your feedback to the podcast chronicles at gmail dot com and uh, give us that subscribe button, that thumbs that, you know up what? on YouTube. We are such terrible podcasters. You're talking about YouTube. That's just not. We just need people to subscribe to where people actually listen to it. Yeah, YouTube. No, 
in the Spotify's, in the Apple Podcast. Those have got to be the top two ones. I know there's other ones that, you know, we're on those too. YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, okay? Thumbs us up. We're dropping three episodes per week. Eventually, if I'm going to get them all out before it's time to go, I'm going to have to really just, like, lock myself in the attic and just churn these things out because we've got a bunch in the back pocket right now. Let me tell you, I am hyped for season four. I am so hyped. December 7th for season four. December 7th. Chaz is going to be on one. Come back for it. Come back for the rest of the season three recaps. We'll talk with you next time. Peace. Peace.